1: Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah.
0: Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast.
1: Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone. As he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, now up to, to bat, bat,
2: Brett
1: Boone.
0: Welcome to the Boone Podcast. I'm Brett Boone. And today on our program, it's the annual Major League Baseball Preview Show. Joining me is New York Times best-selling author, Tyler Kepner, national talk show host and executive producer of the Boone Podcast. That's a a big title right
2: there. Rich Herrera. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here, Booney and Rich. Tyler, whenever I get a chance to hang out with you, I think I get smart.
1: Okay. I don't know about that, but thank you very much. Rich.
0: (laughs) You you, got you ready to facilitate this bad boy? It's a big seat, this, this seat. Of the is. podcast. I don't I don't know if you're worthy, but today we're going to find out.
2: I, I'm going to try my Take best. Take it away. As, I, I got a gold glove, silver slugger, professional podcaster with me. I've got a New York Times bestselling author. Don't forget his book, The Grandest Stage, The History of the World Series. I'm going to do my best to step my game up like it's opening day. So let's just get right into it. Uh, question number one, and we'll start with you, Brett you think there's going to be a hangover post WBC for all the players that were involved in away from camp? I don't think there is.
0: You know, this was I think these players go into it. It's almost like an exhibition, almost like going to an all star game. Uh, But during spring training, when you're not kind of seasoned and, and got your groove yet, I think this WBC opened a lot of eyes. I think it surprised a lot of people. Uh, of how exciting it became. And of course the epic ending with the, with the Otani versus, versus trout, uh, ending trout wins the, the MVP trophy, uh, really cool. I think it was a home run for baseball coming back. It's, it's not really going to be a hangover. These guys know, uh, what's at hand opening day is, is when the season really starts. Uh, just a handful of guys from around the country got to, uh, have a little fun tournament before before the the one sixty two
2: starts. So Tyler, let me go back and, and repose this to you because there will be some detractors after what I thought was a great WBC. I went to the uh, games down in, in Arizona. We saw Jose Altuve; is going to be out for uh, at least two months. Diaz uh, gone for the year for the Mets. What about the folks that will start saying, "Well, you know what? It was fine and everything." But the injuries and what it gets in the way of getting ready for the real season, uh, they have questions about that.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's less of an issue now maybe um, than it's been before. I mean, I remember we've been through this in the past, right? Mark Teixeira got hurt in the WBC and Drew Smiley, I remember, really blew out um, in the WBC. So it, it's not like it's the first time it's happened. Um, and I think the goodwill from the tournament, the excitement, uh, that everybody saw and honestly the money that kept coming in um, for the league and the union I mean uh, uh, over a million fans came to those games the the ratings worldwide were were fantastic um, and the people the guys who were there really loved it. I mean I don't think you'd want I don't think they'd want to take it away um, it breaks up spring training in, in a fun way it gets I mean it gets you in a really competitive uh, mindset. Uh, early and then you dial it down for a week and then you get right back up in in spring training. I think these guys are professionals. I don't think there's going to be a hangover. I think they'll be fine. And whatever injury concerns there are, uh, I think within four years, people will be excited all over again. And and I love it. I'm, I'm sold.
2: Well, Boone, we had Benji Gill on the last podcast. He talked about how great it was for the Anaheim angels or Los Angeles angels of Anaheim. I shouldn't say that, uh, not only did you have Shohei and you had Trout and maybe this will make them even hungrier after being on that big stage. But I also had a young pitcher for Team Mexico that got a chance to see what it was like to be in that atmosphere that felt postseason.
0: It did feel postseason. And I went into I went into this WBC with an open mind as a player. I, I talk about it in two breaths. I, I, I'm Brett Boone, the player. And what would I do? Uh, if asked to be in the WBC wear the USA uniform, of course, I'd say yet yeah, say yes, uh, but I would have reservations. You know, I'm it's spring training. I, I just want to get ready for the season. It's about getting my timing down. It's getting your two A.B.'s going home and 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 hopefully everything comes together in that final week um, as a fan it really grew on me as the tournament went on because I think it was genuine watching those guys on the field. They were genuinely having a good time. I'll guarantee you a lot of these guys went into it, especially the guys. It was their first uh, WBC thinking, okay, it's nice. I'll represent my country, but really I got to get ready for the 162. I think as it moved on, and as Tyler said, uh, the excitement around the game, the fans, I saw that Mexico game when they beat the United States and just panning to the fans, it was it was like, wow, this is a big time atmosphere in spring training. We're not used to this yet. We're used to this in, in October. All of a sudden you're getting a little taste of it in, in early March, uh, I think, for the for the community of baseball. And now Brett Boone, the fan watching. I had a good time watching it um, and seeing I, I loved all the subplots. I love the great Britain guys that were plumbers that were firemen and now they're facing Shohei Ohtani. I mean, that's a story they'll have for the rest of their life. I thought the stories like that were really cool, but even the biggest of big stars, I thought really genuinely enjoyed their time. When a lot of times you think, Oh, we'll mail it in. We'll do a good thing for baseball. Kind of a, we'll shuffle some things around, give them a good show. I think these guys got caught up in it. And when it was all said and done, they wanted to win. And, uh, It was really cool to see.
1: Yeah, Booney, you're absolutely right. Um, I mean, Mike Trout didn't play in in the last couple iterations. Um, He he enthusiastically signed on this time because he saw them win in 17. And even though they didn't win this time, uh, they came as close as you could. And he was talking after the final game about how it reminded him of travel ball. And most of these guys have come up through that travel ball system now. Um, and it's it's a fun what he said is, it, in the sense like these are guys that, they're not your regular teammates, but they get to be your teammates. It's like an all star traveling all star team for a couple of weeks and you get to bond with them, even though, you know, it's only going to be for a short time. You get to learn a little bit about these guys and, and experience being teammates with the best of the best for more than just, you know, an, an all star couple days. Um, so I think that familiarity brought back a lot of he was saying it brought back a lot of really nice memories for him of growing up with the added benefit of representing your country, which is a whole different kind of vibe. So I think the guys who sign up really um, are glad they did. You know, and so and t- just, on, let
0: me, let me just add a point onto that, Rich. Uh, I asked Benji Gill about that, who obviously was the skipper for Mexico and, and he was start to finish. And I said, Benji, these big leaguers and, and us as players, we're used to a certain way. We get to the ballpark at three o'clock. We have a game at seven. We leave the ballpark after we do our our press and our ice and our, our maintenance that we have to do after the game, we eat dinner, we go home. That's our ballpark. That's our clubhouse as a visitor 24 hours a day until we move on to the next ballpark. I said, Benji, that had to be different because it was a tournament type atmosphere, especially in the beginning. There's a bunch of teams. He said, Booty, it was unbelievable. And you mentioned Mike Trout and the travel ball. He said, It's like one game was ending and we were we were waiting to come into their clubhouse. They had to get out of the clubhouse. So it was kind of travel bally, maybe. And the only thing I never got to go to Rosenblatt, in the College World Series. Uh, But it seems like that. Mm -hmm. I've been to some regionals at the college level. And it's almost like the team before we're waiting, hanging on the fence, watching the game to finish, get them out of the dugout so we can get our our. Our, our equipment and our get set up for our game. So I thought that was an interesting aspect, but he said the players handled it well, something they're not used to, especially the veteran guys that who've been in the big leagues for a long time. And I, I thought that was a, a pretty cool little side note too. Sorry, Rich, take it.
2: No, I was going to say, let me, I'm going to throw this out of Tyler because again, Tyler wrote the book last year, uh, the grandest stage history of the world series. Um, again, New York times bestselling author. So we get a chance to ask him this. So, so Tyler, you did all that research on the World Series. I went, I've been to a World Series game. I went to the WBC. My son and I went, uh, we dressed head to toe, red, white, and blue. We felt kind of kind of odd, like, ah, I wonder if we're going to be the only one showing up dressed in, in America uh, from head to toe and You know, I got in the car and we're driving and we stopped to get gas and I've got, you know, red pants on and blue shoes (laughs) and I've got USA and I've got, you know, my son's got a cowboy hat on and we got bandanas around and we're like, oh man, we look like nerds walking through here. But as soon as we got out of the car, we start walking up to Chase Field. All these fans are streaming out from Team Mexico. They just got done playing Canada and they're waving flags, yelling, screaming, high five and first people we see. Are a bunch of Canadians, and they're dressed in Canadian baseball jerseys and hockey helmets, and they don't want to take pictures with my son because he's got the cowboy hat on. <laughs> Once we got there, it felt like World Cup Olympics. It was I, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about the excitement. So I pose this to you. We compare it to postseason baseball because that was the atmosphere that I felt. You've written extensively about the World Series. Is it fair to compare what we saw at the WBC to real postseason baseball? I don't think so.
1: I think it's just so different, you know. I, I think the regional aspect of the World Series about how much it matters to those generations of Philly fans or Astro fans or Braves fans and stuff—that's that's a different kind of internal caring. Um, that you have, you know, when you follow these teams, you follow these players from when they're in the minor leagues and the whole saga, the, the years long saga to get to a championship. It just hits different. Um, and it's more I think it's more like important in in baseball history, um, for sure. You know what happens in the World Series? That's what this. that's what the whole point of this season is. Um, but it's they both can coexist. You know, both can be special in their own ways. Um, the WBC is so much better than what we had before internationally, which was basically nothing. I mean, we had the Olympics, but uh, it, a lot of times it was like a demonstration sport or it was a metal sport without big leaguers or with like fringe non 40 man guys or prospects. It didn't feel right. Nobody really paid much attention to it. Um, and now, I mean, look at this, like we have, we have this amazing Olympic style baseball event Um At the time of the year and the calendar, when you're getting ready for baseball, anyway, you're already starting to get excited for the season. And then boom, here's this big thing to get really fired up about. It comes and goes. And then a week later, you're in the season. I think it's great. I, I think it's so much better than what we had before, which, which was nothing.
2: So, Booty, you've worn Team USA gear. You, you played on the uh, on the national team. But you went down to Cuba to play in front of Fidel Castro. Uh, when Benji Gill was on the podcast the other day, and I suggest people go back and listen to it if you haven't got a chance to, Benji talked about when they were in Arizona, it felt like a home game for Team Mexico because so many Mexican uh, fans had come in to the ballpark. And I saw them firsthand when they were leaving after the game against, I believe it was Canada, then he said when they went down to, to Florida, uh, he felt op- opposite because there were very few Mexican fans and a lot more. Um, I think they played um, Puerto Rico, and they were back in the ballpark. Give me what it's like to wear that Team USA jersey and have the fans that passionate because you probably experienced it down in Cuba.
0: I did, and, and uh, I, I think different than this, Nevertheless, I, I think even more exciting. Uh, I I don't know if that's even fair to say. College players, uh, not the fanfare, not the not the Olympics. I think it was an off Olympic year, so it was a Pan Am Games or whatever it was. So didn't have the big fanfare, but nevertheless, you know, we went to Millington, Tennessee. And that was our barracks, and that was our home base. And then we traveled around the uh, around the world as as Team USA. Went to Cuba. I remember going to Cuba. What, a, what an experience that was! Not too many people have been to Cuba and had that experience, but I remember going to the ballpark, old ballpark, kind of broken down a little bit. We're we're hitting batting practice and, and thinking we're we're gonna really we're going to crush these guys. They came out and treated us. It was men playing with boys, but yes, that atmosphere you're <laughs> talking about uh, in Cuba, there wasn't one fan in the stands cheering for us. Believe me, <laughs> a lot of times, a, a lot of times as players though, it, but, but at the same time, they were respectful. Uh, they weren't hostile. It, mm-hmm. it was just that there was no cheers. When, when our name got announced to go to the, to go hit, um, you know, I I think players and and a lot of players, a lot of great players, actually look forward to going on the road in the hostile territory. You know, boo, I think Barry Bonds put it best. He said, they, or or Reggie Jackson, he said, Reggie they don't Jackson. boo. Yeah, they don't boo. Uh, you know, and I don't don't nobody on the quote because they don't boo nobodies. I remember when I was when I was having a big year or 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 in a groove and and I'd get some hostility from the fans that made it grow like that's not because they're angry at me that's because they're fearful of me as a player man that's the best adulation you can get of course at home it's always nice uh getting a round of applause and and for the few times in your career you get to you get a standing ovation I mean there's nothing like it but equally for me being a villain on the road when I know I've got their number uh, that's a pretty cool thing as well but uh team USA. Uh, the experience I had, although be it not on the stage that this WBC was, uh, I really, it it was a cool experience for me and, and, uh, you know, all, all the teammates that I had a lot, a few of the guys went on to be big leaguers and, and, uh, played a long career tyler now he knows what
2: it's like to be a, a wwe heel right he goes in and everybody <laughs> well, boos him, Brett, So in, in his case
1: though when they're when they're booing him they could just be saying boon you never know you yeah, always you always put that
0: in your mind tyler that's, yeah, us boys, always, we always have that always supporting
2: you no matter what correct uh, all i know is when i go next time i am dressing up like george washington
1: I saw it. I'm
2: you know, I saw George there. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, I'm, d- I'm dressing up like George Washington or a Patriot when I go next time.
1: Twenty four hundred sports is an Odyssey company.